You're listening to How to Get Away with Marriage, the Keep It Real podcast with Rashika Roberts. Today's show is all about dating while married and in committed relationships because we're not leaving anybody out. It is so important that we continue to spend that quality time together when we are in committed relationships and married. Now, we all know that when you get married and you start creating families or when you get married and you take on different jobs to um, aid in the increasing your finances for the preparation of a family, um, it takes away. It takes away from you and, um, and the things that you normally do. And so finding balance for your relationship is the key here. Because, look, we're not perfect people. We don't live in perfect relationships. And all we can do is continue to create a more refined self to enhance our relationships. So that is the key in these relationships, being able to find that balance. Now, prior to me going to the Steve Harvey show, I was on that show for dating my husband, like finding out how to get back there on that dating scene. My husband and I at the time had not been on a date alone in well over six or seven years. And we hadn't been to the movies alone without the children and watching um, a children's film for about 12 or 13 years. I got married when I was about 20 years old and shortly after I had my daughter. So, you know, dating became far and few and out the window. I was going to say between, but there was no between. And because it becomes, you know, about the family and raising the family. So we just got further and further and further and further away from what life used to be. And that is so easy to do because you want to do the right things for your children. You want to do the right things for your spouse. I mean, marriage and having babies don't really come with a book. It's pretty much you go with the flow and you do what what works for your family. And that's where we were. And so the second child came. Five years later, the third child came. And before you know it, everything that we did in our lives were centered around our children. And and people, if you have children, you understand where I'm coming from. It is just that easy. But the sad thing is, though, when you get into this new normal lifestyle, you kind of forget all the good and the fun things that the two of you can do together. You forget. You forget how to sit down and actually have a real conversation like a real adult conversation because when you sit down to talk it becomes about the kids and you forget how important it is for the two of you to sit down and plan to go on vacation and enjoy your vacation because every vacation you take you're taking the kids somewhere because you want them to see the world friends we need to see the world too like I said on my last podcast The further and further and further and further away you get from each other, the easier it is for other things to become more and more and more important in your lives. We don't do this on purpose. We don't do this by choice. We do it just happens. 
We do this just because. So what I want you to do when you're in these relationships, three years, four years, eight years, 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, and so on and so forth. I want you to sit down with each other. Spend that quality time together. Don't talk about the kids on dates. Plan regular dates. Say, hun, why don't we go out on Thursdays, every Thursdays? Why don't we do Saturdays? We do an early movie if you don't want to be out late. Because if you're like me, I'm one of those moms that I feel like we need to go and get back to the kids. And my children are, my oldest is 21, 16, and 10. But I used to be where I'd say, look, I understand that they can watch each other and I don't necessarily have to have a sitter. But I always wanted to go where I was going and get right back home. And then I would call when I got where I was going, and then I called on my way home, you know. So most moms and dads do the same thing. I was just, that's exactly what I did, which means I was still making it kind of a bit about the kids. But what we need to do is find balance, find balance. And that is difficult because it's like those days that you want to carve out for your spouse Um, or your mate, um, something tends to come up those days that you want to carve out. So the best way to do it is, well, not the best way, but one of the best ways to do it is try to be spontaneous sometimes. If you feel like I'm not going to be able to just sit down and have like a schedule for the hubs and I, because I'm that busy, try being spontaneous. And take advantage of those moments because you need that quality time. That quality time helps you to realign, recenter, learn things about each other, get things off your chest in a calm manner. You need that quality time because you never want to allow so much space to come in between the two of you that other things can easily become so important. You don't want that. You want to continue to be there for each other. You want to continue to show each other how much you appreciate them and how much you care. And I believe that whenever you take time away from the kids, you are able to show the person how much you appreciate them. I mean, because I love it. Let me tell you, I love it. My husband, of course, I'm not going to say that chivalry is dead and men, they should do this and they have to open the door and they should be pushing up your seat and, and holding the door for you. I'm not saying anyone has to do those things. But what I am saying is when those things are done, it is great. And when my husband takes me out on dates, I notice he always comes and opens the door. He opens the door for me to get in the car. He opens the door when I get out of the car. And obviously, I can't have that all the time because when I'm in the car with my children and we're all getting out, it's because it's somewhere we have to be or we've gone shopping. So his attention is going to either have to be on the kids or something he's taken out of the car. So I don't expect these things um, all the time. And I don't think we should expect them all the time. And then too, I am a very real and realistic person. I'm real with who I am and I'm real with who he is. And I do understand 
that it was easier for him to do those things when we were younger and younger and it was just the two of us. But I enjoy it whenever it's just the two of us now. I appreciate it when it's just the two of us now because I know that he is extending himself to show me how much he appreciates me. Do you get where I'm going here? We need that quality time together. For example, I, I had a chance to, to chat with a young lady who says, you know, sometimes I just want to do things for my husband, just small things so that he'll see that I appreciate all the things that he does for the girls and I. And I said, you don't even necessarily have to spend a whole lot of money in doing things like this. I said, try this for, for, for just one time or just for two weeks. Contact the hubs and let him know that you're going to be picking him up for lunch and going to be taking him back. Whether he pays for lunch or you pay for lunch, that's not it. The thing is, it's going to show him that, hey, she was thinking about me. She went out of her way to do something for me. It's the small things that matter. It's the small things that are memorable as well. You don't necessarily have to do, you know, what I'm going to tell you here. So when I was in Chicago and I went to the Steve Harvey show, my husband um, was with, he was with Steve Harvey and his team. And then I was with, um, like the other part of the production and they were females and we, they come in and they have, um, love the story, love the story, but they come in, they have a spread of beautiful clothing laid out in my hotel, shoes, dresses, accessories, um, and I get prepared and I get ready and then I go into um, hair and makeup and they get me all done up. And mind you, I have not seen my husband at this time for shortly after we got there. I hadn't seen him um, for about uh, eight hours. So he was with one team and I was with another team and I had no idea what was going on. And so the limo comes and the car takes us, the car comes and takes us, um, takes me, um, to the restaurant that I cannot think of right at the moment, um, the Prosecco. And when I get there, I'm just standing there and the team is there and I'm just, you know, I'm just ready to see my husband. We traveled together and, you know, we we're here together and, you know, all I know is he was called by producers and I hadn't seen him. So I'm there for at least about an hour and there's no one else at the restaurant except for the owner of the restaurant. And people are walking by and there's like commotion and I can't go in this room, but people are coming out. And the whole time I'm thinking, where is my baby? It's been all day. I'm at this restaurant. I'm starving. Where is my man? So I walk into this beautifully dressed room, roses and a harp and um, violinist. And so my husband is sitting there and he stands up and he walks me over to the table and I am just like, oh, M to the G. And like, what are you going to do, guys? You got cameras all in your face, right? So I'm trying to not have like the, ugly, like the ugly face cry and so on. So he pulls the chair out and he sits me down and we have a little chat and we're talking over dinner and 
the the uh, waitresses are bringing out uh, the food and everything. And I'm like, I cannot talk right now. I am still in shock. So my husband doesn't really dance. He's not a dancer. He doesn't like any club scenes. Well, he never liked, didn't like any club scenes. Even when I cut up here at the house, I dance all the time. Guys, I'm silly. I turn on the Bruno Mars and I literally can dance from one end of the house to the other, um, especially when I'm cooking and when I'm cleaning. But he is not a dancer at all. But the violin started playing, the harp started playing, and was going, and he gets up, he asks for my hand, and we dance. O M to the G. We slow dance. And I think that may have been the first slow dance that my husband, real slow dance that my husband and I had ever had. And so I'm so excited. I felt like I was literally floating. I was so excited. I must tell you. So there, they're done. Our dance is done and we sit down at the table. And um, I think by now the dessert is, is, is coming and my husband stands up and he hands me this box and I open it up and there's this beautiful necklace in there. Beautiful. So now I'm all bawling again. And so I'm just like, I cannot believe this is happening. So we get down with dinner. We chat. I think we have, it's like, I'm, I'm assuming about four courses. All I know is it was coming and going so fast, I could not keep up. And so we leave uh, the restaurant. Well, we leave that room that we were in. And my husband asks for my hand and we walk outside. And when we walk outside, boom, standing right there in front of the Prosecco is horse and carriage. And I was almost done. I literally was almost done. I was trying to hold back the tears. I was trying to not, of course, you know, show television is, you know, is a production. So they want a reaction, but then you don't really want to be that ugly chick on cam on on camera, um, looking beautiful and screwing up your makeup. And so the producers wanted me to come over and have a chat with them about what I was feeling with everything that was going on. And I could barely talk, you guys. I was so excited. So horse and carriage. It's, I mean, this is Chicago in November, freezing cold. We have blankets and champagne and we go, you know, out, um, on the town. And so following day, it is now time for us to appear on stage, stage with Mr. Steve Harvey. And why, why, why do they want to go and show my romantic evening with my husband? I literally was a ball of tears. Couldn't even gather myself. Um, luckily, it's television and, and that could be edited out. But uh, Mr. Harvey was so gracious and so funny. And he was like, look, we don't have any tissue for all of this crying you're doing. So you're going to have to you're going to have to suck it up so we can get on with the show. So, um, I mean, but he was really good about it. He was really good about it. And he gave my husband some great tips on how to find that balance. And to show him that these are some things that you can do. And I don't expect you to do this for your wife all the time. But what she should expect from you is for you to do it some of the time and vice versa. 
I'm not just saying that men have to go all out and do this for the women. Women, we can, we can show some love as well. But the main thing here is that what changed afterwards, my husband was able to see how I enjoyed it. He was, I mean, he was taking notes um, of how I was reacting to some of the things. And every since then, there have been times where he has surprised me with things and said, you know, honey, I don't want you to ask a whole lot of questions. Just get in the car and come with me. We're just going to get in the car and go. And so now that's what I do because I never know what's going to be on that other side. But what I do know is he got something from us going to the Steve Harvey show and being advised and being taught. And I want more couples to be able to learn how and get how important it is for you to spend that quality time together. Because sometimes you don't even realize how far you've gotten away from things you love, things you enjoy. And you love that person so much and you don't mean to do it. But you get so caught up in life that it takes you away from all of that fun stuff. That was so much fun. Men, if you ever decide to do something For your wife like that, I want you to know that it is life-changing for her. It is something that she will think about forever. She will cherish forever. Now, you don't have to have chocolates and a four-course meal and shut down the Prosecco and all that stuff. You don't have to be on any television show. You can do that right there in your own home. You can go and lay by the fireplace and have drinks by the fireplace. You can send the kids off. Don't be like me and be that mom that wants to be all around her kids all the time that she don't take that time with the hubs. You can send the kids away and enjoy a staycation. Yes, that's when you stay at home and create your own little vacation. There's so many different things that we can do to bring back that fun stuff into the relationship. And it's very, very, very important to refer back to when it was fun, when it was good. Doesn't mean it's bad when you're not going on these these dates. It doesn't mean it's bad. But my thing is, I'm all about being preventative. You know, I'm all about not allowing that space to be there. Because when you have that space, as I said before, that's when those pockets are filled with negativity, arguments, name-calling, pointing fingers, blaming. We don't want to fill up these pockets with anything but love, time, dates, conversations. These are the type of things. So we don't really want that space, but if there's any space there, we want to fill it up with a bunch of positivity and enjoy the time you have together. Continue to work on yourselves individually. Because all of us have what it takes to create happy and long-lasting relationships. We just have to go back, check ourselves, identify with where we are in our lives, and begin to work together on moving forward. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. And if you would like more information about me, please look me up on 
RashikaRoberts.com. If you'd like to check out my book, it is on Amazon. We'll talk to you later.